Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Clark, and this is Batman 1966. Today we will be discussing season one. Episode 19, titled The Perfect Crime. Uh, in this episode, Catwoman shows up for the first time in this series' run to steal a couple of cat statues and probably some other stuff at some point. She only really gets around to the cat statues in this episode. Finally! Finally, we get the Catwoman. I have been waiting so so impatiently for this series to introduce Catwoman. I've been waiting so impatiently for us to get to the point in this series where they introduce Catwoman. It's about damn time. Honestly, the fact that it took them 19 episodes back in the day to introduce Catwoman of all villains is ridiculous. It's absurd. I have no idea why they waited so long to bring her into the series. Because clearly, Mr. Freeze and Zelda the Great and Mad Hatter and Falseface were all a million times more interesting than her. Clearly. I can't even call it... I can't even call it a sexism thing. Because there was already another female villain introduced before her. It's just... It's bizarre. It's bizarre that they would wait 19 episodes before bringing in Catwoman. Her arc absolutely should have been placed. Her first arc should have been placed much, much much earlier in this series. It should have been like within like the first 8 episodes. You know what it, you know what it should have been? It should have been the arc where they introduced the Riddler, the arc where they introduced the Penguin, the arc where they introduced the Joker, and then instead of the arc where they introduced Mr. Freeze, the arc where they introduced Catwoman. That should have been the first 8 episodes. And then do Mr. Freeze, and then do Zelda, and then do Mad Hatter, and then do Falseface. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> That's just... It's so weird to me, but whatever. Point is, we finally got Catwoman. And Catwoman is... So good! First off, Julie Newmar. Amazing. In this role. She's an absolutely incredible Catwoman. I... Love her. So, so much. Every second she's on screen. She embodies... This character, the way she is portrayed in this series, so, so perfectly. 
Now, would I trust her to take over and a Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman or an Anne Hathaway Catwoman? No. But in terms of the 60s style portrayal of Catwoman, she is perfect for that role. She's so, so extraordinary as this character. And I literally just alluded to this like five seconds ago, but I'll say it again. They update this character to fit the 60s Batman world, to fit that bizarro, that bizarro version of Batman. She fits into that perfectly. They update that character to fit that world so, so perfectly. Because you look at Catwoman in this series and Catwoman literally anywhere else, they're two entirely different characters. But it's not so, it's not like Mr. Freeze where they change it so much that it breaks the character. Catwoman is changed a lot for this series. But you still kind of get the essence of that character. She is still Catwoman. She's just a radically different version of Catwoman on the surface. And I kind of love the result of that. Again, the fact that Catwoman was put off for so long is criminal. It's ridiculous. But we get her now, and she's amazing. She is easily one of the best portrayed villains in this show. I love her so, so much. Uh, Now, to talk about the events of this episode itself, we get the opening sequence. It's in the dead of night at the Gotham City Art Museum. Security cards guarding this cat statue. The guard gets attacked by a cat. He goes down because of the freaking cat. And then Catwoman shows up and, like, claws a circle into the top of the display case where the cat statue is. Then hammers that circle of glass down and steals the cat statue. And the cat statue is stolen and the GCPD, the self-loathing GCPD, doesn't know what to make of it. Why would a criminal break into the art museum and steal that one thing that happens to look exactly like a cat? Who in Gotham City would want to do that? How they didn't jump to the conclusion of Catwoman, like, right away, I have no idea. Because this screams Catwoman... Right from the very beginning. But then apparently, in order to convince them, some odd-looking man dropped off a package for Commissioner Gordon. The package contained a kitten with a newspaper clipping in its collar that showed the owner of the two cat statues with the two cat statues. One of them crossed out. And then that is enough. For them to say, oh yeah, it's Catwoman. We suck and we can't handle this. Let's call Batman. 
call Batman on the bat phone. Bruce and Dick are playing like this multi-layered chess, whatever. Alfred says it's the phone. And Harriet's like, well, I didn't hear the phone. And Alfred's like, uh, I, I was talking to someone else on the phone. And then I, uh, had a call come through for Bruce. And Harriet's like, oh, that's happened to me too. Okay, nothing suspicious here. Idiot! And Bruce and Dick, like, go down the bat pole. Uh, they talk to Commissioner Gordon about the whole thing. Clearly it is Catwoman. They were right to assume so, according to Batman. Uh, the owner of the cat statues comes in and has a conversation with Batman about the cat statues. Uh, Batman and Robin race to the Gotham City Exposition where the other cat statue is being held. Uh, there's a whole thing with safety belts. Uh, Robin doesn't put on his safety belt. And Batman gives this entire speech about safety belts. It's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> and then... You have this whole sequence at the Gotham City Exposition. Which is so... Amazing. <laughs> it is... Maybe my favorite sequence... So far... In all of this series. At this point... It is my favorite sequence... So, they go to the exposition to protect the cat statue. They wait in line to pay to go into the exposition in order to protect the cat statue. They wait in line in order to pay for admittance. Why? And then they're in, there's like a really long line and a really short line that clears up immediately. And the dude at the front of the line, or not the dude at the front of the line, the dude behind the counter thing is like, hey, Batman, Robin, come up here. This line's nothing. And. So they, they're just like, well, okay. And go up there. Basically just cut to the front of the line. Batman goes around and says, thank you, citizens. <laughs> For, to everyone else who's in the line. Even though none of them expressed approval at any point. This is like the most, this is the most passive-aggressive comment of all time. I think the writers just... The writers thought... That this was Batman being nice. But really Batman was just being passive aggressive as all hell. Like, oh, thanks citizens for letting me cut in line. <laughs> I'm getting in before all of you. <laughs> so Batman and Robin are now at the front of the line. Uh, the guy tries to let them go in for free. But Batman's like, no, I'd rather pay like any other citizen. Gives the dude money. They go in. 
Uh, and now it's hours later. Museum's closed down. And they're guarding the cat statue. They spray it with this, like, radioactive substance that they can use to track it. Should it be stolen? Which I feel like it's kind of overkill. Like, they they went through a whole thing to create this one minorly radioactive substance to spray the cat statue with in order to track it. It's overkill. They could have just put a homing tracer on it, and it would have been fine. Like, why... Why go through all the trouble to create this one substance? And why, like, a radioactive substance? It's just... It's such overkill. (laughs) They could have removed, like, five steps from this plan if they had just placed a freaking homing... Homing... Homing transmitter thing on the statue. And just been done with it then. It's ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous, their plan. Uh, But Batman goes off uh, to... Check the area. Robin's left alone. Catwoman springs out. Robin's taken down by a cat. Catwoman basically just throws a cat at him and is taken down by that cat. Who who apparently has, like, poison in him. Apparently, like, the claws are poison, I guess. Either that or Catwoman literally just threw a cat at him and then poisoned him. Poisoned him? Poisoned him. One of those two. Both of them are ridiculous, by the way. Both of them are equally ridiculous. (laughs) So, Batman realizes Robin's in trouble and he races back. Uh, He runs into Catwoman and her henchmen and they fight. Boom, bam, pow, boink at one point, rack at one point. All the words, all of them. It's pretty amazing. Uh, Catwoman gets away with the cat statue. Batman saves Robin, does the universal drug antidote thing. Uh, But Catwoman has both cat statues now. Oh, no. But hey, there's still the radioactive substance that's still entirely overkill, so they can track him. It's such a great sequence. I love that whole sequence in the exposition. It's so good. (laughs) But anyway, they track the statue to a fur warehouse. The name of which is Spanish for cat and French for cat. How entirely predictable. Like, no one would look at that funny and be like, huh, why is that basically cat and cat? You know, 
this is like we do have Catwoman on the loose right now, and then there's this one fur house warehouse fur, fur house warehouse. There's this one fur warehouse that's basically cat and cat if you translate it to English. Should probably check that out. Feel like that might qualify as a Catwoman hideout. Just a thought. But anyway, they go in, or actually, they don't immediately go in. And by the way, Catwoman is expecting them at this point. Because they're terrible at hiding stuff. But, they don't go in yet. They uh, decide, oh, the door may be booby-trapped. And uh, we gotta... We gotta check it out with the bat beam on the Batmobile. Uh, they use the bat beam on the door, and uh, the door handle does explode. Apparently, that door handle was rigged to explode. And Robin's stunned, like, Oh, you were right to check for booby traps, Batman. We could have been killed. Batman's like, Or worse. What, what's worse than being killed in this scenario? It's not like the door handle would have been something to transform you into, to, into a flesh-eating zombie or anything. So what, what, what would have been worse than being killed in this scenario? Makes no sense! But anyway, they go into the fur warehouse, and Catwoman immediately springs a trap, closes the door behind them, and opens a trap door. Now Batman and Robin are in this weird secret room place, and Catwoman just starts to play around with them a bit. Uh, she brings in a couple of spike walls, Star Wars trash compactor style. Actually, this was, like, a decade before Star Wars. So, Star Wars stole it from Batman. Uh, <laughs> uh, but a couple of spike walls are closing in. They're freaking out. Then Batman realizes the spikes are made of rubber and are no actual threat. She then places a fake bomb in the room. Which explodes, but then is completely intact, and then put puts off like a similar to like a joke gun style bang, just puts out a meow. And Batman, by the way, Catwoman is talking to them over like an intercom throughout all of this. Catwoman's talking th- to them through an intercom and taunting them, and Batman's like. Yeah, this is incredibly childish. What the hell are you doing? What the hell is she doing? Why? It's it's ridiculous. (laughs) There's no need for it. She's just... It it really just is them trying to extend the runtime so they can hit 25 minutes with the cliffhanger. Uh, But then we kind of get the cliffhanger... Starting here, uh, Robin gets sucked up through a tube to some undisclosed location. We don't see it in this episode. I'm sure we'll find out next episode, either that or he'll be dead. Uh, (laughs) And 
Catwoman presents Batman with two doors. She's behind one. A tiger is behind another. So, if you choose the right door, you get Catwoman. If you choose the wrong door, you get mauled by a fucking tiger. So, that's a thing. Batman presses a button. And... Tiger. Tiger behind the door that he decides to open. And the tiger pounces. Oh no, what's gonna happen? Tune in tomorrow. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Or actually, this time they say same cat time. Same cat channel. Too easy. Too easy of a frickin' change up there. Uh, so yeah, I enjoy that Catwoman's finally a part of this series. Jesus Christ, that took way too long. Cannot wait to see how this arc wraps up tomorrow. Uh, if you like this, favorite the station, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as I go through every single episode of this and other shows. Feel free to call into the station as well. It's as simple as just it's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I will play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. And you can find this show as a podcast as well on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark. Pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 1, Episode 20. Talk to you then.